0: Sports Minutes with Elliot Danker and Ziaul Roshan. Money FM 89.3. It is Elliot Danker and Ziaul Roshan checking in for Sports Minutes. Today, the uh, football edition. This is as close as we will get to Eric Ten Hag?
1: For now, I think this is as close as we will get to Eric Ten Hag. Quite excited about this. I know we sometimes label our Friday episodes Feel Good Friday. Mm. This one is a Transfer Thursday episode.
0: Ooh, wow, 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 wow. Okay, so what transfer are we looking at then?
1: We are talking about the Lion City Sailors going Dutch, splashing some cash. And bringing in a former Eredivisie winner So this guy
0: won with PSV
1: Yes he did Wow And he's also played for Holland Shared the pitch with some absolute legends And just a cheeky fact Once the transfer was announced I went on on EAFC and signed him from FC Utrecht Which is his former club
0: Oh, what was his uh, ranking? V-
1: very good, a good oh. impact substitution, and I'm hoping he'll make a big impact on this podcast as well. On the line, we have Bart Ramsla joining us from the Lion City Sailors Den. Bart, how are you doing? Hello, good afternoon. I'm I'm very good. I'm very good. Happy to be here.
0: Wow, this is an amazing opportunity to be able to speak with you, Bart. I, I guess to start us off, you know, is someone coming to Singapore, uh, I know quite a few Dutch people, and, and they quite like the environment. How are you personally finding it? Are you are, are you settling well?
2: Uh, yes, I'm here now for two weeks, and uh, yesterday I finally get my working visa, so I'm really happy that uh, everything is, is announced at the at the media, and uh, yeah, for the rest, uh, I like the city. Only the weather is a little bit hot, so I have to get used to it. But uh, yeah, everything, everything is going well.
1: Alright, then visa sorted. No turning back. Media announcements have been made. But there's only one question to ask you. Why have you decided to join the Lion City Sailors?
2: Uh, well, yeah, I, I spoke with uh, uh, the coach, Rankovic, of course. He was in, uh, in the Netherlands like last month, January and uh yeah i spoke with him he he told me about the plans of line city sailors in the future and uh yeah of course the the country and the football was like a combination of those two so i started to to look at uh, at some games at the project and also uh wrote some things about the country and uh yeah decided uh, to mo- to to make the
0: move Okay, uh, but I, I want to flip the question a bit. First of all, uh, if you could tell us how long your contract is for. Second, I know you just talked about how the project was sold to you, but can I ask how did you sell the project to your wife? <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, uh, to my wife, I thought, yeah, uh, I have an opportunity to go to the other side of the world, but it is a nice, uh, nice place on the other side of the world, and uh, I think you would like it there. You would think, to, I, I think you would like to, to live there, and. Uh, The weather is good. So, uh, yeah, I think she is uh, settling as well right now. Very
1: nice. And but just picking up on Elliot's question, how long is your contract with the sailors? How long will we see you in the famous blue? Uh, It will be
2: until uh, 1st of July, 2026. So, uh, yeah, two years, two Uh seasons.
1: Okay, now, but when you spoke to club media, you mentioned twenty seven, twenty eight being the peak of a footballer's career, and you hope you give the best to the Lion City Sailors, right? I want to ask, why did you feel a move away from the Eredivisie was the best way to extract the best that you can offer?
2: Um, well, yeah, that was like I played like ten seasons in uh, Eredivisie, and I really tr- want to try something new, uh, new country, new culture, so. Uh yeah, that's why I choose to to make this step. And, of course, after the talks with uh, Luka uh, Lalic and uh, Aleksandar Rankovic, yeah, it com- was confirmed that uh, I really wanted to, to try this.
0: Did we have to compete with anyone else? Was it just uh, the Lion City Sailors offering you this? Were there uh, other parts of uh, the region offering you a contract as well? Uh,
2: this, this transfer window, not. Okay. Uh, in the past, yes, but, ah, okay. uh, but most of the time in uh, in January is like, a, uh, yeah, a quite calm window for for transfers in Europe. So fair, fair. Uh, I, I didn't really expect to to make a move. I just wanted to to finish finish the season good with Inter, mm-hmm. and then suddenly, uh, yeah, this happened. So I, I'm really happy that uh, I made the move.
1: Speaking of happiness to join the club, you're reportedly now the second most expensive signing in Singapore Premier League history. The first on that list, rather, is Diego Lopez, the man you're trying to replace. Any pressure? Do you feel like, wow, big shoes to fill here?
2: Uh, no, not really. That's not uh <laughs> things I want to think about. I don't know how much they paid really for me. But, uh, yeah, of course, I know there's a lot of... Uh, uh, expectations and uh, I just want to make yeah and try my my best for the team, work hard and uh, show my qualities to to the fans of line City sailors and of course to the to the whole country.
0: Actually, it's quite interesting that we're speaking with you, Bart, because uh, your own upbringing and the culture in Utre um, is somewhat similar when you look at the sailors, how they're trying to push for youth development. Uh, Obviously, you're in a slightly more experienced bracket uh, with regard to young players. How do you see the relationship working out? How do you see or or what do you see yourself offering to the development of younger players? Uh,
2: Well, yeah, exactly. It looks a little bit familiar with the with how how we work in Holland. Of course, uh, yeah, Luka Lalić uh, does a great job here with the youth and uh, people going from youth to first team. Uh, I trained already a few training sessions with the the young players. Also, for example, Nathan, who is doing uh, amazing. He's only 15 years old, I think, 15 or 16 years old. And, yeah, I can see, like, uh, the type and way of how they get um, trained Mm. that, they can make easily step to the first team in the future and maybe one day uh, to Europe.
1: Ooh. Yeah, Nathan Mao, certainly a friend of Sports Minutes. Yes. We spoke to him earlier last month. Now let's rewind the clock slightly and we want to talk about that pedigree you're bringing to Singapore, right? But you won the Eredivisie in 1718 with PSV. Must have certainly been a career highlight for you. Talk us through that memorable se- season and the challenges you had to overcome
2: yeah this was uh, this was a really great season uh this was the best moment of my my career so far uh become champions of the c yeah something i will never forget and uh yeah great memories at a great team at that time uh great friends and still a lot of players i'm speaking with so uh yeah definitely the the most beautiful moment in my career so far
0: I'm glad you've, you've lined that up, uh, Bart, because, you know, as a person with Dutch heritage, I get so excited to speak to Dutch footballers. And with you, I get to ask, what's it like putting on that orange jersey for Holland? Tell us the emotions there. Yeah,
2: that was... Uh, oof, I think that's second uh, <laughs> most uh, most beautiful thing in my career. Yeah, that was amazing. I was only 20 years old. Um, still, with, with players like uh, Arjen Robben, Wesley Sneijder, I was really nervous. To get there, I remember it like it was yesterday and he shake their hands and uh, having breakfast with them, lunch with them. Wow. Playing with them and play the game. So that was, uh, yeah, that was really like a, a dream of a, of a young kid. Wow.
1: <laughs> but let's talk about managers and Philip Koku must have had a mm. huge impact on the player and the person that you are. What do you have to say about his management and him as a person?
2: Yeah, he was a really, really nice person. I remember like, I played uh, with Utrecht against PSV in the cup. Uh, we went 3-1, I scored two goals, and after the game he uh, he gave me a little touch on my, on my back and I knew already, like, ah, maybe there will be some interest in the summer. Mm. And after, afterwards, uh, yeah, they signed me. Uh, I had a great time there. Three years played three years for PSV and two years with uh, with Koku. Mm. Uh Of course, winning the league was the was the highlight of this this time and that I had a great uh, great connection with him and learned a lot of him. Of course, he played for yeah Barcelona, big teams, okay. a lot of caps for the Dutch team. So yeah, obviously, obviously, uh, I learned a lot from him.
0: Yeah, one of my favourite Dutch players as well. You know, the thing about you being able to speak with a professional sports person is the opportunity to ask them how they deal with challenges, mm-hmm. lessons and rebuild themselves to, to greatness. Um, didn't quite work out when you played for Mark Van Bommel. Um, tell us a little bit about how you picked yourself out. Well, how, how do you motivate yourself, Bart?
2: Yeah, there was, this was the, one of the most difficult times for my career because uh, yeah, a new, new trainer came in and was the first time that the trainer said to me, like, uh, "Yeah, I'm choosing another system, and you don't fit in the system." Mm. So well, this was this was really hard, but I tried to fight myself back in the team. Uh, didn't work out, so I had to choose uh, for my career and went back to Utah to to play games.
1: Wow, that must have been troubling. Yeah. But fair play to you, you came back stronger for it, right? Speaking of managers, one manager you crossed paths with was Eric Ten Hag, who now obviously is the manager of Manchester United. Tell us a bit about Eric Ten Hag, the person and the manager.
2: Yeah, he's a, he's a great person. Uh, yeah, obviously, he's doing uh, really well now. He's now in Manchester United. So, uh, yeah, I, I cannot say, like, uh, I saw it at that moment that he would go to Manchester <laughs> United, but... <laughs> Still, he was he was a great uh, great trainer for me uh i think we became uh fifth in the league with utrecht mm. or something wow. uh, yeah, we had a great season and a lot of players make a uh, big transfer from from utrecht to the to the top of netherlands in this this after those seasons so yeah i think uh individually he was really important for me but also uh yeah the teams he trained were always uh achieved always a lot of things so it was really nice working with him.
1: And having played for him and achieved that fifth place finish that you spoke of, there must have been pressure points throughout the season. He's facing a lot of pressure now as Manchester United boss. Do you think he has it in him to turn things around?
2: Yes, of course. I think because he's a great coach, and um, yeah, of course, uh, always if you if you are training Premier League, especially at the club at Manchester United, it's always uh, there will always be criticism. But, uh, yeah, I, I'm sure he will, he will turn things around. And I think yesterday night he, he won an important game. So yeah. uh, I'm sure he will do good in the future.
0: Bart, we've, we've been looking at your social media and we're trying to find all the famous friends uh, that you have. <laughs> uh, another famous friend that you have is Virgil van Dijk. Uh, I believe you guys crossed paths back in 2016. Um, a question, a, a footballing question, is, and this is one for the Liverpool fans. Virgil van Dijk, um, what's he like as a leader, as a captain? And, and would you consider him, I don't know, the best centre-back in, in the Premier League right now?
2: Uh, yes, I think so. I think he's a great leader. Uh, in the field, when he when he speaks, it reads really loud. So oh. uh, even if you play right wing or left wing, you hear him really clear.
1: Yeah, he's, he's very good. Dutch.
0: <laughs> so
2: yeah. so uh, yeah, I think he's a great, great leader and a uh, very, very important player in the uh, in Liverpool at the moment, yes, and the national team, of course. Mm.
1: All right, Bart, we're going to have a bit of fun with quick choir questions, but it, before that, just f- bring it back to the sailors, right? They're one of the most well-supported teams across the island. Their fans will be listening into this interview and football fans in Singapore at large. What do you have to say to them? What can they expect from Bart, the player?
2: Uh, yeah, I hope to to let them enjoy uh, with the type of play I have. and uh, Yeah, for the sense I just want to to work hard for them and uh, uh, fight for the club. So um, I'm excited and uh, can't wait to start.
0: That's going to be fun. Okay, Bart, let's let's do some quick-fire questions. Um, So answer the best that you can. Uh, First one is a non-football question. Which do you prefer, Netflix or Spotify?
1: Uh, Spotify. All right. All right. Favourite football stadium you've played at? Uh, That was...
2: Late Comadre,
0: Madrid, old stadium. Oof. Okay.
1: Wanda Metropolitan. Best
0: teammate you've ever played with? Uh,
1: Anya Lomba. Oh. Toughest opponent you faced?
2: Um, I think personally, like in midfield, was Thiago or Fidel from Bayern Munich.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Okay, but if we take your handphone now, who is your most famous friend in your contact list? <laughs> <laughs>
1: Eric Teller, I think, I think. Oh, Okay, uh, can, you, can, can you call him for us? No, I'm kidding
2: <laughs> Who's your football idol growing up? Idol growing
0: up uh, Ronaldinho Oh, very nice mm. um, Favourite football club in Europe uh, But not a Dutch club
1: Favourite football club uh, in Europe? Barcelona Okay Oh, wow Would you rather score a goal Or set up a goal for your teammate? Uh,
0: score Score Ooh, a goal Of course mm. If you were not a footballer, but What would you be?
2: <laughs> yeah, a good question. Um, yeah, I studied uh, commercial economics, so uh, cool. maybe uh, yeah, something with this. But uh, or maybe football, football coach as well.
1: Okay, commercial economics. Yeah. You know, he could be a guest uh, yeah, on Money yeah, FM. Yeah, yeah <laughs> I'm thinking. <laughs> Final question for quick fire. Would you rather go back in time ten years to 2014 or go into the future for 2024, and why?
2: I would go back to 2014 because uh, I think 2015 was the first, first year I made my debut. So, yeah, it was a, a amazing year. So, I want to do it overall again. It was really nice.
0: That's fantastic. We have been speaking to new Lion City Sailor signing, but Ramsella. Thank you so much for your time today.
2: Thank you so much. Cheers. Sports Minutes on Money FM 89.3.